Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 6, Mad City, Follow the White Rabbit. That That's not going to end well. No. There is no universe no. in which following the White Rabbit ends well. Yeah, not on Gotham. No. Or even in Alice. Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't say that, that ended. ended well. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I thought this was good. I am two minds. Like on this episode, I, honestly, I'm going to tell you what overshadowed the whole rest of this episode, and I don't give no fucks. And it happened okay. in the per- first minute yep. and a half. Yep, is that Oswald loves Ed? Yes, he does. Canonically, canonically. I'm yes. so excited. So I think I think that's why my brain was like, eh, whatever it is, it can't be that bad. Which is very interesting because in the comics, um, Oswald is typically. Uh, not like outwardly, but he's like never had a girlfriend, never had a boyfriend. He's basically considered asexual. Yeah. In the comics. Which is totes cool. And you can have representation for that. But see, that's the thing. Like, but he never said, I don't have any interest in or. Right. Right. So he just, we just never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So, um, and I think Robin Lord Taylor's influence. Is really what brought this about. I am and fine with that. I think it's. I think it's an important step in comic book. Oh yeah, shows. Yeah, that really hasn't been taken before. Because at least from what I see from Marvel on my dash, Marvel's a bit further ahead than DC. Of course, DC canonically has Harley and Ivy together. Yes. So I mean, like I think, but you're right. For the shows to do it, mm-hmm. this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, and because you don't see it in the MCU. No. You don't see it in... You see um, the subtext. The Batman movies. Yeah. Um, anything. You know, it's not... It's I haven't watched Supergirl or Flash or any of those other ones. But, I mean, even in Daredevil, there's a ship, but... Yeah. It's it's what that is. It's a ship. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a headcanon. But, um, so, yeah. So, I was... I'm I was pretty excited. Although, pretty I mean... Ju- it, I mean, I'm worried it's queer baiting. <laughs> It's I'm hoping not, it's not. It's, technically, it's not queer baiting if he actually is gay. Yeah, but I mean the whole relationship thing. I'm worried that they're going to tease us with that. Oh, they're going to. Because once they get together, then, okay, why did we quit watching Bones? Yeah. yeah. Why did I quit but watching Bones? But they're not Girls? the main characters to the point of like yeah jim getting a happy ending plus i'm sorry (laughs) it's so the prospect of having real murder husbands just fucking shit up you want what you want and you want (gasps) you are and you're stubborn until you get it and that's fine i am but i'm i am satisfied with a canonical penguin i want ed to know though he'll know he'll find out he'll find out but, I'm sorry. Um, I apologize in advance for all the pterodactyl noises I'm making. It's okay. I was very excited. Well, yeah, I was like watching it. And I was like, "What?" Well, they it was, did. They really did it. It was funny because I was traveling. You were. I, I was, had to watch it without you. Yeah, I was. I was on my way back from Seattle, and you were texting me, and you were like, "Oh my god, when are you going to watch this?" And I was like, "I'm going to watch it tomorrow when I'm home from work." Like. It's okay. And you're like, okay, but you have to watch it. And I was like, what? <laughs> and you were like, do you want me to tell you? And I was like, fuck yes, I want you to tell me. And you proceeded to tell me. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then you sent me some GIF sets. I did. 
because you were you were traveling. I and was, you, and you needed to see it. I was like, okay, but it doesn't end well. Yeah, I was traveling for like traveling fourteen hours forever. Yeah. Well, you were gone five ever. So. Yeah. Well, I know. Anyway, I okay. Other than that storyline, because other things happened, yeah. I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was entertaining. Um, we didn't hit everybody. No, we didn't, which is, is okay. I kind of like it better when they don't. I do too. Like, and it, I think we talked about it. I think it was a couple episodes ago when they can find an organic way to bring them all together. I'm totally cool with it. Like the party. Yes, that was totally fine. Yes. But when they feel the need to go back and forth, the back and forth, which we got a party coming up. So yeah. So, bad shit happens at Gotham Parties. I know. It's great. I want an invite. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like, I am, I am for the most part, unless they can do it really well in an organic way where I don't feel like I get whiplash, mm-hmm. I'm okay with them not touching everybody every episode. No, I want to touch everybody every episode. <laughs> you I just want to touch Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd be all right with Babs, too. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. No. Mm. Or cheesecake. Or, or anything. Or anything at yeah. all. Yeah. Ever. She gets a little stabby, though. Yeah, just, I have to just not piss her off. Exactly. So, yeah. So, we don't... Babs and Harvey. Just, just... (laughs) Okay, but, like, as girlfriends? Because they can bond over their, oh, my God, Jim is such dumb shit. Yeah, over over, over a bottle of scotch. Over a bottle, yeah. Bottle of scotch, sitting at the bar. Yep. That I could get. Yeah, but romantically no jim's ex-girlfriends yeah Yeah. i could i could see that (laughs) spinoff it'd be funny because she would probably make a comment like you know i actually don't feel the need to kidnap you (laughs) which is weird because anytime jim dates anybody i want to kidnap them and and jim and and bullet could say i don't feel the need to arrest you oh and then they could bond sweet be great yeah as long as Scotty pours the drinks. What happened to Scotty? I know. Where the fuck is Scotty? <laughs> Two seasons later. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we should get to the recap, huh? Or uh, uh, writer director. So it was directed by Nathan Hope, who Aww, I'm taking. That gives me hope. I know. I'm taking that as a sign. Um, he also directed Red Hood. Oh. Um, nice. Four of Lucifer for you. Oh, okay. And just a lot of other TV. And nothing that stuff. really. Nothing that really stuck Lucifer out. Lucifer got me. dark this week. This really. This was a dark week for television. Mm. Lucifer, like, made me feel things. I know you said that. You were like, Lucifer made me feel feels. It's supposed to be, like, funny and light and shit, which is why I watch it. Right, right. something light. Right. You don't want to think too hard about it. And that's cool. I felt things. <gasps> I know. I know. Anyway. Horror. Um, it was written by Sisters. Uh, oh no, shit, that's S.H.I.E.L.D., never mind. Um, <laughs> they do work together a lot though. Stephen Lillian and Brian, um, Winbrandt, they created Alcatraz together. Alcatraz? It was on Fox. It was like these, um, Alcatraz mm. inmates were like coming through time and escaping into our world, and it was really cool. Had Hurley from, uh, You Didn't Watch Lost. Um, <laughs> and I'm just talking. Um, I really liked yeah, it, I of course. Fox canceled that. it. Um, well, if it's on Fox. So, yeah. Um, so, I really like that. And then they both have, um, like, Hawaii Five-0 credit. Not a ton of new stuff. Off. Oh, new, new. New. It's got to be yeah. new. Yeah. Um, but they have the same credits. So, I think they're, they're partners. They're partners. Yeah. yeah. We've run into that. So, that's pretty cool. They're, they're partners. And look at what we got in this episode. I so, know. You know. Maybe nice. they're writer husbands maybe. for all I know. They could be. They could be. So, yeah. Um, so, we start out and it's it's a beautiful wedding. 
and this this uh, newly newlywed husband and wife are leaving the church, and they get in a limo, and of course, fucking Jervis is there as their creepy ass chauffeur, yeah, and he tries he to talk to him, and they're like, anyway, <laughs> less talky, more drivey, yeah, and he's like, anyway, <laughs> and so um he locks him in, and they try to get out, and he's like. Um, they're like, let us out. And he's like, oh no, your fate depends on Jim Gordon. And you're like, oh Jesus. And so he drives away and there's this kid sitting in the front seat with him and with a, with a Tweedledum hat. The little that was spinny adorable. beanie. Okay. Can we talk about this scene for a minute? Yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, I totally forgot about the whole hypnotist thing until they're standing on the ledge. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm an idiot. I totally forgot. Because I was like, the little boy's just sitting there. He had this weird look on his face. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? I was thinking he was using Alice's blood. Oh. Then I was like, oh, it's the oh, yeah, hypnotist, hypnotist thing. Wah, wah. That one trick pony that went away. Well, and I, I am grateful that they did not, they do not keep showing us hypnotizing the people. But I totally forgot about it. Yeah. I was thinking she was using the, because the blood yeah. was the MacGuffin. That's why I kind of wish they went with the scientist mind control route. Yeah. Because what it, at least in the animated series, if he could get, um, it was like a headband mm-hmm. around you. All he had to do was slip it on your head and you were just like all of a sudden a zombie. A headband. Yeah. I will, never wear, I will never wear a headband Alice again. Band. No. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about with this scene is okay. the interracial couple. Yes. I a, know. I noticed that, too. A happy well, interracial for a couple. While. Well, the, in the time that we see them. Yeah. Um, I mean, and in the wedding, like the wedding, mm-hmm. they're coming out of the church, and there's it's a church. Yep. Um, and it's you look at the crowd, and the crowd isn't, you know, the white folks on this side and the black folks on that side. Yeah. It's all yeah. very, and everybody's happy. Yeah. And, that was you know, nice to see. I was like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, but then they get... But then they get kidnapped. Um, so we go to the... Oh, God. We go to Oswald, and he is having a lovely morning. And he's just chitter-chattering away to his housekeeper. And we find out that he's found somebody. And he loves Ed. He's going to confess his feelings. Yes. To oh Edward. All right, the uh, housekeeper... Yes. It's speaking Russian. Russian, yes. She's speaking the Russian. And she says, I don't understand. Yes. And she says, your breakfast is ready. (laughs) I went through the trouble of translating it. You nerd. To find out she said something very mundane. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. But, yes, he... He loves Edward. He's, he's, and they, right, they didn't make us wait long. No, after the I, was, awkward I hug, was prepping for the wait. The wait. The MTM. Yeah. Trademark. The wait. Yeah. We were. I was so excited. And it was like, boom, right there. I was like, and Queenie's on a plane. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt it. Good. I felt it Good. between, I think at that point I was between Houston and here. I think you were still between Oakland and. No, uh, I don't know. Maybe who knows? Anyway, so yeah. Um. So and then I died, and then I resuscitated myself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because Jim was being boring. Um. But Jim and Valerie are having breakfast, and again, she's trying to get information from him. And um, she she's true to her character. She is. She wants to talk to Lee. Apparently, what Jim told her about the blood was not. 
juicy enough for what she wanted. So she wants to talk to Lee and he's like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> that's not going to happen. And she's like, no, it's a totally good idea. And she's like, we make a good team. And Jim's like, um, uh, she asked Jim when he's going to give up his PI act because he sucks at it. Yes. And I was like, I like Valerie a little bit more now. Um, and so Valerie's like, oh, being together is nice. And this is when we get the white rabbit coming in and he tells Jim that Jervis Tetch has a message for him. And he has a little poem and he, um, he's like, uh, if Jim doesn't follow him, people die. And so you're like, uh, so he follows him. And of course there's a ringing payphone. And of course Jim picks it up like a dumb Well, shit. what are you going to do? I know. I mean, come on. Um, and Jim's like, Hey bitch. Uh, Jervis is like, uh, apparently Jervis has, has been a studying. He knows all about Jim. Yeah. 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 And, um, so we see the, the married couple that we saw earlier, they climb out onto a ledge and Jervis is like, um, okay, basically you, like you put it to me, uh, in text, he makes Jim choose between stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and here, and, and he does, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, you, you wanted a summary of the episode. I'm I like, did. Okay. Here's what happened. Yeah. Each is between stuff. Um, but okay. So. I'm I'm at this point I'm watching it and I'm still thinking it's the blood because hypnotism out of my head don't yeah. know why forgot don't like it let's move on yeah I guess that's maybe that's why I forgot it and I'm trying to figure out how Alice's blood could is make making them... them want to jump off the ledge you see I was very confused <laughs> and I wasn't there to go honey it's you know well, hypnotizing powers uh, my kids watching it with me she didn't uh... and, and yeah the kids you know, the or the, girl they're watching it with me and no. Apparently, I didn't vocalize it because <laughs> it was during the rewatch. Oh God, you didn't know this whole time. I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah, Matt, I don't care about the Matt like, Matter story. Whatever. And they were like, "No, he's." There. I was like, "Oh, right." Well, shit. Right. Okay. So I had to my focus of this just. Okay, yeah. anyway, so yes, the couple's there, and they're going to jump. Uh, so he says that they're going to jump in 30 seconds. Jim can save them by running up the stairs. But, oh, there's also this little kid who will get run over uh, in a truck. And he can only save one. And he's like, he go! Okay, uh, can I point out that there's no way he could have saved either from where he was? There's no way he could get up those stairs Unless, in 30 seconds. The only thing I thought of was if Jervis sees he made that choice... Um, he gets him out of their trance. So if he like if, if he gets if far far enough to, to yeah. go up the stairs, then he the the guy like if he the gets far enough up. to where he can't possibly get yeah. the kid to. Yeah. Okay. Like so that. here's the fun question. Oh my god, who would you? Who would you choose? The little kid, the married couple, the little kid, the little kid. So the kids were upset that they let the the interracial couple die. I can see that, but I was like a okay, little kid, child. Yeah, but little baby child. It's, that's not a choice. No, that's like a. And he was if, like, he was like what, like eight? Yeah, he was young. And yeah, I'm telling you, if that married couple were aware of what was going on, they would totally say, "Save the kid." Yeah. So that's this was not a tough choice. Yeah, to me, this wasn't Jim's being dumb or whatever. And he listened to what Jervis told him. He didn't try to do both. End up because I thought he's going to try to save both, and they're all going to die. Yeah, and what I don't understand is, as far as the story goes, the next choice Jim has to make is between the the, the doctor and the journalist. That made sense, because yes. then there was the final choice. 
Nothing in this made sense. Well, how is Jervis building up? I think it was just... the step in this? I think it was just setting oh. him up for the choice. No, I know what it was. What? It was the getting married and the child he lost. Oh, shit. Dang it, I just talked balls. myself through it. Shit balls. It was the getting married, because he was, he was engaged to Barb. Yep. He, and then there was Lee, and then there was the child. Because he does make an allusion to Barb. Oh, I'm sorry. Last time you saw somebody the in wedding. a wedding dress, yes, she was she had a shotgun aimed okay. at your face. All right. I just talked myself straight through that. So, yeah. So, there is logic. Behind that. Between all of the couples. That makes more sense, because I was just thinking this was just to get him warmed up. To understand. Yeah, no, but if you You have to make a clear choice. The, he had him choose between. Okay, no, because he. That's why he picked up Lee and uh, Vale and not Barb. Yeah. Because he chose the child over the married couple. Oh, so you think he had contingencies in place for... Yes. Yes. Jervis is a smart guy. That's why I hate that... don't give any shits about him well, as a villain. And, and Benedict is a great... He's playing the character well. They had to add that extra squick to make yeah, me if, be like, uh, you need yeah. to incinerate. Literally, Firefly, go torch him. Yeah. Uh, mm-mm. Yeah. So, okay. Well, All right. That makes sense. Um, so he's able to save the kid, and he has to watch the couple go curse splat. And we hear the curse splat. And so, yeah. Um, so Jim goes back to the payphone and Jervis is like, hey, it's your fault. And he's like, hey, it's your fault because you killed him. And he's like, I didn't do anything. Jim is, you made a choice. Jim ain't taking no shit. But again, this is the behavior of an abuser. Jervis? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do anything. That was you. You chose. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. set this whole fucking thing up, but no, it's your fault. Like, and I made them jump off the cliff, but you know, it's your fault that they fucking hate Jarvis. Um, so, um, he tells Jim that he's like, he gives him an address and he's like, by the way, don't get your friends in the GCPD involved or everybody gonna die. So yeah. Well, you know, the GCPD does so much good anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Lee and her fiancé, Mario, reading the engagement uh, not- notice that she told Jim about. And he's like, um, by the way, my dad wants to throw us an engagement party. He's like, I said no. And um, Lee's like, no. We chose to build our home in Gotham. We're going to take everything that comes along with it. Let daddy throw us a cool party. And I was like, Carmen Falcone can throw me a party. So the subtext here is... Lee enjoys being a daughter of the mob. And we saw that with Ed, too, where Mm. she's like... Yep. She is loving this. Yes. I'm kind of liking this. I'm not sure if she's marrying Mario or or his dad. I know, right? Uh. Well... Okay, that sounds squickier. But yeah. When I said it. She likes the idea of... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought she'd be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's not do the big... But she's like, no. No, hell no. I want people to know I'm married Falcone's son. It's like, all right. That apparently was a secret, though, but it's not. But suddenly it's not, and now it's okay. Yeah, I don't understand that part. Um, It's got to come back, man. It's got to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we go to campaign, well, not campaign headquarters. This is his actual, like, mayor place. I don't know, because they clearly don't have an office. Mayor's mansion, because he's at the same place he has been. He's at the Cobblepot Mansion. Yeah. Well, you still have to have an office. Yeah. You, your Even mayor's office isn't at home, is it? 
Some of the some of the mayor's mansions they work out of there. Yeah. How, how, how many mayors do I know? Oh, are you not? Do you, do you not know mayors? I thought everybody did. I thought everybody was friends with all the mayors. I don't know. No. I'm just talking out of my ass. Okay. Anyway, um, so we go to the headquartery place, <laughs> and um, Ed is being very efficient. <laughs> I love it because he um he sends this this poor secretary out with like a bomb, and he's like, okay, leave it. Mail these letters and take this bomb to Nikki the Nail and and like very oh, so specifically great. okay knock on the door and light this light the thing and run run yeah it's so great and so Ed comes in and one of my favorite things was here's your schedule as mayor and here's your schedule as um kingpin well, of the kingpin underworld world yes it's like this is so great awesome. um and, and he's got this nice typed up agenda he does he's so efficient and so um you're Ed by the way. Um, I, I totally am. Yeah. And so it's like, um, you know, or Oswald's like, oh, you're doing really good with the whole chief of staff thing. I love you. Um, and Ed's like, yeah, this is, uh, I, I failed you though with Butch. And he's like, you did no such thing. Cause I love you. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I need to tell you something that I love you. And then he just kind of fumbles and then he's like, uh, oh, I forgot. I forgot what it was. You know how oh. you do that. And I was like, Arr. Um, but it turns out they have to go, um, they have to go to a school now. He has to visit schools, which is apparently a thing that mayors do. Um, so yeah. So I was like, yeah. That, 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 that mayors do. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, uh, this is when, uh, Harvey and Barnes go to the scene of the, um, of the, the, uh, couple who, uh, jumped off the ledge and, um, that, uh, the, the little kid, you know, Jim saved his life, all that good stuff. And Harvey notices that he's like, Hey boss, you don't have your cane. And he's like, yeah, I don't need it anymore. Harvey notices things. Yeah. Harvey is nothing if not a, a police officer. I love Harvey so much. And so, um, he, <laughs> Barnes wants an APB out on Jim. Cause of course Jim is terrible and he's already fled the scene, which we know why, but they don't know why. And this is when Harvey's like, um, what about that guy that's like got flour in his hair? Again, Harvey <laughs> doing his job. And so they go yeah, over. What was with the, the, he his, was like, whoa, what yeah. was, that was a little, okay. I know this He's is the white rabbit and like even his teeth. I know. I know. Um, Jervis is a drama queen. It's a little too on the nose. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't have a fluffy little tail. Maybe he did. They just didn't show us. You can headcanon that if you like. I like bunnies. Okay. Um, so they go over and, you know, he's hypnotized clearly because he keeps saying, I have a message for Jim Gordon. And um, so they know, now they know some shit's going down with Jervis. Well, fuck. Well, fuck. I'm surprised Harvey wasn't like, I'm calling in. And Barnes is like, you're already here. And he's like, I'm calling in. <laughs> I'm not uh, Danish. I have a migraine. <laughs> so. Loudest blast. Take a swig. Yeah. So Jim uh, shows up at the address, and he goes inside, and it's a creepy crime wall, but it's a gym wall, because it's got all this stuff about his dad, and about him, and and uh, there's a telephone there. Okay, so anytime I've ever tried to build a crime wall, and yes. She has. I have. A couple times. Um, Actually, we did successfully build one. We did finally success, but I didn't do it. I just did the background. You did the rest. Um it's okay. You're much better. It's not for me. a real crime, though. No, it it, <gasps> it was for two to one beacon. And oh, we need to do a real crime. Yeah. We, okay. Uh, sorry. No, it's it's on the list. 
It's it's on the list. I've got pin interest. Yay! Um so uh the fuck okay so building sorry a, a mike have never been able to build a crime board near as organized as this shit yeah because yours would not be haphazard no but you still to try and tie the little red string that people do mm-hmm. from thing to thing and i'm you like, gotta have the red string yes you must that have is the red, imperative that's, yes um it just i'm like but there's too many connections that the, i would just be red just take a red marker and go ear 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 and that would be my crime board <laughs> So, well, apparently Jervis is able to do it, no prob. And, um, so he calls, uh, he calls Jim. This is the... This is great. Third best scene. Yeah, okay, I'm in love with Ed and that where he rehearses, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. This is the third best scene. This it, yes. is Jim's best scene. It, I think it's Jim's best scene ever. Ever. Because it was great. So he calls him and he's like, uh, he starts to taunt him about Barb and Jim hangs up. And it pisses Jervis off. So he calls him back. And he's like, hey. And he's like, don't hang up on me again. And Jim hangs up he on just, him again. He says, okay. Click. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It was so good. So so what I loved about this scene is this is classic Jim Gordon. This is the commissioner Jim Gordon that we Saying, see. fuck you, supervillain. Down the road. Yeah. This and is his personality. Jim, yes, this is the Jim Gordon personality that we know and love of yes. Jim Gordon. Yes. In The Dark Knight Rises, this is something totally Jim Gordon would do. Yeah. Okay, okay click. click. Yes. <laughs> I was so, so excited for that. It's so good. And so Jarvis calls back again and Jim's like He's so angry. And he's so he and he does, he throws him off balance. And Jim's like, Yeah, your sister hated you. Something fierce. And um, Jervis is like, you'll die if, you know, you, uh, or if Jim hangs up, um, you know, somebody dies. And so Jim's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Jervis is like, so I talked to your reporter lady friend. And he's like, look down the street. And he, ha- he has this telescope yeah, set up. Yeah, the telescope up. thing was whatever. Ridiculous. And so he has the tweeds uh, pull her into a van. And by the time, of course, Jim's able to get back down there, the van's gone. So he has Valerie. So I really kind of feel like at this point, Jervis is probably one of the better criminal masterminds to, in order to have set it up so that Jim's looking exactly at the right time as the tweeds are, that takes some serious coordination. It does. That even Penguin hasn't been able to do up to this point. Yeah. Cause Penguin just is like, ah, poison a cannoli. <laughs> poison cannoli. That's canon, man. That is canon. I love that's, that that's yes, canon. that's beautiful. But so, yeah, I mean, Jervis is... Yeah. Penguin may be kingpin of the underworld, but Jervis's top dog is criminal right now. Yeah. You just respect the planning. You know he has lists. His lists have lists. Yes, they do. I'm so proud. Um, so we go to, uh, we go to um, Stabby Babs, Tabby Babs at Sirens, and um, this I thought was interesting that... Uh, this is where I kind of got a distinct either open relationship or poly kind of vibe because well, they're just c- coldly like Barb's like, oh, are you going to uh, take Butch back? And she's like, I don't know. I haven't decided. Now in last season. Yeah. It was very much a poly. Uh, uh, it was a three of them. Subtexted yes. as a threesome yes. going on. So um, I kind of get that. 
but the lack of jealousy between Barbara and uh, Tabitha is yeah. very refreshing between two women. Yeah. Because it's always the catty. catty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so I was just like, this is kind of cool. Um, and again, the whole Ed and Oswald thing is not the first time this has been done on the show as no, far as... It's not the first uh, inter- intergender Wow, is that a thing? It I is now. think you just made it. Inter- I mean, we had we had Montoya, who I think canonically is lesbian, but as far as Gotham was concerned, she could have been by les yeah. or Pan or whatever. Barb, who, Barb, who I think is just omnisexual. I think she just likes sex. Tabitha is at least by. So yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, okay, so who's the asexual in this show? I don't, the thing about asexual is, if you're gonna do it, you have to tell me you're doing it. I can't just see somebody that yeah. doesn't have any relationships and just go, "Oh, well, they're see, ace." I mean, I could do that, but I would love if you're gonna do ace representation, right? right. Do it and so say as, I am asexual. As an example, mm-hmm. Barnes. Yeah, does no. not have a, a wife no. and family that, that we've we know seen. Of. Or that has been mentioned. No no relationship whatsoever yeah. with him. Yeah. But nowhere, again, nowhere do we got, do we have the... Exactly, confirmation. Because that's the thing. People need representation. And representation is not only good for the people. That, like, if you're an ace person, you're like, oh my god, there's somebody like me on TV. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But it's also for the people that are like, what the fuck is that? And They yeah. need to have it explained to them. Yeah. And if you, if you don't think representation is important... You're represented. Then you're, A, you're represented. <laughs> mostly you're represented. Mostly you're represented. But also, um, there's the story of um, Leslie Jones. Yes. Who saw Whoopi, as a child, saw Whoopi Goldberg on TV and was like, cried. She looks, she looks she like cried. me. She looks like me. Yeah. Daddy, she looks like me. I can be on TV. Where in turn, Whoopi Goldberg Nichelle saw Nichols. Nichelle Nichols on TV and said, Daddy, look at me. Look, I can be on TV. I can do it too. Yep. And uh, Nich- Nicole- Nichelle. Nichelle. Nich- I'll try to say it. Nichelle Nichols. Yeah. She almost quit Star Trek, but um, Martin Luther King convinced her to stay because, because the representation was so, was so important. And so we have three generations. If you think represent- representation is not important, there's yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah. It's important. Exactly. So, anywho. I'm sorry. I'm going to get off my That's okay. That's now. okay. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's good to talk Preach. about. Um, and so, of course, Jim's a trash can, and he comes in. <laughs> He's like, any information? And Barb's like, hi, hon. Um, and Barb's like, I don't know where Jervis is. And he's like, yeah. And he, he breaks stuff, and they're like, we open in a minute. Um, and so, it turns out Jervis knows stuff that only Barb could have told him, but I kind of think that's I don't know bullshit where that came from because his history with everything has been splashed across the newspapers sensationalized even i mean it's not like the barb kidnapping him and wearing a wedding dress thing was low key yeah. i mean we we had media coverage so yeah i didn't get the whole barb was the only one that could have told yeah, him. yeah i don't get that either or whatever so. um and so jim uh gets he escalates he shoots another bottle and this is when Tabby pulls her gun, and Barb's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And she's like, yeah, he did come in. He was asking stuff about you. He wanted to know everything about you. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, uh, <laughs> she told Jervis that they're still in love. Um, but she told him about Lee, too. And so Jim goes, and he tries to call Lee, and, of course, Jervis answers, because 
Jervis Asley too. And if you didn't see that coming, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, he wants him to go to the water and power company. Um, again, no cops. And, uh, we see Jervis hang up the phone and he introduces Lee to Valerie and they're two halves of Jim's heart. I threw up a little bit. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was gross. That was terrible. Gross. So, um, I guess Barb gets a pass because she's nuts. She has her certificate, though. She's not nuts. That's true. But, no, because... Because, I mean, Barb's be- a part of his history. But Jim saved the child, not the married couple. True. So that told so Jarvis think- told Jarvis that Lee was more important to him than Barb. So I wonder if he would have straight up gone after Barb. Because that would have gone very badly for him. Because if... Um, because if he had rescued the married couple instead of the child, because then you got the two against one argument, yeah, then he would have kidnapped Barb instead of Lee. Yeah, I'm assuming. Uh, seems- which, which that's a whole other wow that that would <laughs> that would have been so fun. That would have been a better show, I think. Yeah, that would have been that would have been interesting. I kept hoping for Lee and Barb to be put in a room together. And for Barb to be like, for Lee to be like, you fucking kidnapped me. And she's like, eh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reformed, though, because I have, a, I have certif- a certificate. But is it framed? It should be. It should be. And do her and Tabby have matching ones? I don't think Tabby so. Tabby doesn't have one. No. 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 So, yeah. Uh, but I thought this was interesting because we do find out that they have Butch Hold away in a safe house somewhere. So his storyline is still, at least a line of dialogue was all we needed. Exactly. She actually did get him out because we didn't get that at the end of the episode. She yeah. was going after him. Right. Um, so we go to, uh, well, before we continue, I did want to um, remind people that they can talk to us. Uh, they can send us an email at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. You sound like... I can't say I know, it any other way. Great. I can't. It's great. Um, so, yeah, what else can they find on our on our website there? If they go to our website at randomtpodcast.com. Yeah, that, that one that I... would be for, the one. That, that I didn't mention. Good job, me. So close. <laughs> um, they can find our other podcasts. Yeah. Um, newest arrival being the Random Revelries. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. And I think if we've, we've gotten a fair we've amount of... We've gotten a very, uh, very positive reaction yeah. to the Revelries. So uh, we, we will be getting back to that uh, soon, trademarks. Yeah. Not this weekend. Just no, not this weekend. We have a uh, other podcast we're recording this weekend. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, but they can also find a link to our Amazon affiliate. Yeah, support us, please. The holidays are coming, and if you would like to support Random Tea Podcasts, all you have to do is click on the banner, and it'll take you to Amazon. And you shop like you normally do, and you check out. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it drops some pennies into our bucket. Absolutely. So, so there you go. So. So and that's that. a way to support us with no skin out off your back. No. Yeah. Well, we, well, we do take <clears throat> donations. Well, we do. M- muchly appreciated. Um, but also, you can find a link to our uh, official sponsor. <gasps> Unofficial natural fan of fragrances. That would be the one. Yeah, I just got my Stranger Things. Did you? Yeah. The, speaking of that would be the, um, the featured product right now product yeah uh in this particular podcast the stranger things you only have a few days left yeah i would go grab them but they are wrapped so well it would take me like five minutes to get into one of them (laughs) they make sure man those those fuckers don't break yeah you will pay for shipping and handling but i'm telling you 
for glass bottles, they are packaged very, very well. Yeah. Um, and if you have any problems with it, they will definitely work with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're Stranger. They're limited edition Stranger Things. They have 11. They have... Uh, Mike. Dustin, Mike, and Lucas. Yes. Um, which you can get separately or you can get in a bundle. And if you use our code, Random Tea Podcast. No S. You'll get 10% off, $5 or more. And that's, yeah, the Stranger Things are only available through the end of the month. Mm-hmm. That's limited edition. Yeah. And they will not be doing any limited editions in November because they'll be doing, you know, <gasps> holiday sales. They got Black Friday. Cyber Monday, Cyber the Monday, whole shebang. Um, small business Saturday. And I can't remember what the, is, if the Sunday is a thing, but they did a special on it. Yeah, they, they'll do, they do, all, they will run all kinds of specials through, uh, things. So, I mean, hey, I'm t- telling you, for Christmas presents, these things are great. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, I have also learned that, uh, limited edition Hermione's Yule Ball will be back this year. Hell yeah, it will! It is probably one of their top selling scents. I was gonna go up there and be like, I'm sad, please make me something. <laughs> and they're like in Washington. Well, you were, you were there this I know weekend. I was, I was. You I were was. there, you were right there. Uh, yeah, they're based in Washington, but uh, but yeah, I've I've learned that Hermione Hermione's Yule Ball it's probably one of their better selling. It should be because it's yeah, awesome. It's, it smells like fucking Christmas. Yep, 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 yep. So even if you're not a Harry Potter person, if you love Christmas, yes, you will love the scent. It's perfection. So yeah, um, and so, I'm yeah. starting to run out, so I was getting oh, a little no! nervous. Yeah, I was like, no, no. <laughs> well. You know, you can always do a custom blend. I know I can. With them. I was going to if they didn't, uh, if they yeah, didn't no, hit me up this it'll, year. Yeah, it'll be coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay. Check that out. I Yay. mean, I'll, we love these things. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, and before we go back to the recap, I did want to, um, I know this is Gotham cast, but I do want to advertise what we're going to try to do this weekend. Mm, yeah, do it. Which is, we're going to do something a little different on our MCU movie feeds because we're out of MCU movies until Doctor Strange comes yeah, we've, out. Yeah, we've caught up with MCU. So we, we were trying to think of like something that we could might do to kind of get the... Keep the feed going. Keep the feed going. And we thought about, well, characters. So we are going to be doing a podcast about James Buchanan Barnes and Stephen Grant Rogers. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be them. And we have two guests. We will have guests podcast. This is our first, uh, first our first guest podcast yeah uh you, you you've heard us uh if you've ever listened to any of our marvel podcasts recently you've heard us talk about uh caitlin and claire yeah and they will be <laughs> guest starring on our podcast guest guest hosting guest starring. guest yeah. starring, guest hosting yeah on the, so on i'm excited podcast. so yeah we, we're not real sure how it's gonna go <laughs> but it'll be fine well and with the four of us it might be like a seven-hour-long podcast. I'll, <laughs> I'll probably have to, like, cut us off at some point. Yeah, we'll have to keep it going. But, yeah, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting. So, yeah. So, do do look for that this weekend. Um. So, yeah. You ready to get back to the recap yeah. recappingness? Yes. So, we go to the terrible GCPD, and uh, the White Rabbit's there, and um, Barnes is trying to interrogate him. Trying. Trying and is the operative word because it ain't successful. And so he freaks out, which is, can I just say, I called this exact thing, him getting overzealous with a witness or a suspect. I did. Yeah, you did. But. Um, so he goes all like Hulk kind of. And, um, 
he freaks out and we see him grab the chair and Harvey comes in. He's like, oh, we spotted Jim. He's going into the water and power plant. And so Barnes, um, Barnes is like, okay, well, let's go. And he leaves. And when we pan back to the chair, which I was like, the whole time I was like, that chair is going to get dented. That chair is going to get dented. Yes. Yes. And it did. So we pan back and it's got hand marks on, on the metal chair. Okay. Now I don't have my notes with me because I, I, left <gasps> them, I know, I know I left them at home. But we had written down our, our predictions. predictions for the Barnes. And you said he was going to go all Bane crazy. I said he was going to go silent crazy. He's kind of doing both. He's kind of doing a little mixture of both because he's going crazy, but nobody realizes nope. it. And they, So that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean by the silent crazy. Yeah. He didn't just run and then, yeah. Yeah, he's not like. Although Harvey did notice the, the cane. He did notice the healing part. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but nobody's noticed. Yeah. So, we're kind of both right at this point. I know. It's kind of nice. I like it. Um, so, of course, Jim goes into this power plant, and um, it's got all these TV screens, which I'm not sure how Jarvis was talking to him through them, but whatever. Um, and he's got this, there's this gun mounted, and it's really weird. And so, he's got this uh, this doctor and the news anchor strapped to these electric chairs, and he's like, you have to kill one. Or they'll both die. Yeah, he's nothing if not a showman. Um, so yeah, go ahead. You were gonna. No, I was just, okay. he's nothing if not a showman. Absolutely. And so Jim's like, I'm not gonna kill anybody. And of course, this is when Harvey and the rest of the GCPD run in. And, um, Jervis is like, oh, good, you're gonna see Jim kill two guys, cause he's not gonna pick. And so he hits the switch, and the two guys are electrocuted. And Jim's like, oh, he vows. He vows. Oh. He should have known better. No. Don't don't ever vow, Jim. No. I thought we were done with this phase of your life. Um, he's going to look back and be like, yeah, man, in my early 30s, I was the vowinous fucking thing. <laughs> and so Jervis is like, um, ask an old friend how to get to the end. And then he cuts off. Oh, come on. You knew exactly who I they did. were talking about. I did, did too. Jim not Because Jim's a dumb shit. So, okay, yeah. so the question here is... Do you choose the pediatrician or do you kill the journalist? Journalist. Totally. You kill I mean, the I'm journalist. sorry. Like the pediatrician can save lives. Yeah. I It's really a no-brainer. Yeah. If you ha- if you had to pick between killing the journalist and killing the pediatrician. But he had to not choose to see that Oh, Jervis yeah. will follow through with this threat. He will kill both of them. Yeah. Because yeah. so, that sets up our next round. Oh, well, absolutely. So, but yeah, yeah, totally. Sorry. Not Sorry. that I don't think news anchors are valuable members of society's, society, but, you know, pediatrician. Because they are very important, but yeah. also. Pediatrician. Because we have friends who are in the business. We do. We do. And we love them dearly. And if we had to choose between them and a pediatrician. We would choose them. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Because that's a friend. That, exactly. Exactly. Sorry, pediatrician. We love you. Um, so, um, so we go to Oswald, and he is hating this. He is touring uh, the school. Oh, my God. This is the scene in which we are Oswald. When can like, we leave? He's like, how many more of these do I have to it's, do? And Ed's like, it's K-12. It's, it's the meme. You walk up into the bar, yeah. and you go, when do we leave? Yeah. <laughs> I did that this week. Did you? Yeah, you did, didn't yeah. you? It was really, really loud. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do. I mean, I'm fine hanging out, but yeah, but the really loud. loud. Mm-mm, it was just 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, <laughs> so Oswald sees this little this little boy sitting by himself, and of course he immediately is like, "I have imprinted my own issues upon you. Let's talk." And um, he is a bird. He uh, the kids knew there, and he's like, "Why aren't you playing with the other kids?" And he's like, "Oh, they might not like me." And he's like, "Oh, well, you never know if you try. Um, and if they don't like you, you can push them down the stairs." Yes. <laughs> and Ed is so proud. He's like. You are so good at this. And I wanted to be like, see, you can adopt. And he'll yes, be you can. Dad. They can adopt Luke specifically. Oh, my God. Awesome. So, yeah. Oswald's like, I like to t- I'd like to talk to uh, to you about something tonight at dinner. In private. In private. I love you. Um, say 8 o'clock. And Ed's like, I'll bring a bottle of wine. And oh. I was like, oh, my God. That did not sound like a response of, okay, I think this is work-related. No, bringing a bottle of wine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I bring you a bottle of wine sometimes. Well, yeah. I bring you bottles of wine, too, so. <laughs> it's work-ish. It's work-adjacent. This is not work. This is not work. No. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, this is way fun. Um, So this is when uh Jim uh spills the beans to Harvey and Barnes, because, you know, they're there now. Um, And he's like, oh, Jervis has uh, Valerie and Lee. Um, and he's trying to fuck with Jim and Barnes is like, Barnes actually, you know, for all his bluster, he's like, you did what you could. This is not your fault. This is Jervis Tedge's fault. Yeah. This is the classic abuser's, uh, influence of it's, it's your fault. It's your, like you were saying before. He keeps, cause he keeps telling him that. Yeah. And, And honestly, this is Jim's MO except for a little bit this season is where he takes all the guilt upon himself and it's all his fault. Whether it really is or not. And and this is where I have to interject with, um, it wasn't Daryl's fault. Okay. Okay. You, you feel the need to. I feel the need to, to clarify yeah. that it was not Daryl's fault. It was John fucking Winchester's it fault. It was John fucking Winchester's fault. I mean. Ne- Negan? Negan's fault. Okay. It was not Daryl's fault. It was not Daryl's fault. So you just. No, that's you all just I'm saying. I'm just going to put that, leave it there. Just want to put it on the record. I'll leave it there. Um, so, uh, this is when, um, Jim's like, okay, well, clearly I'm going to have to choose between Lee and Val because I'm not a dumb shit and I know where this is going. And, um, Barnes is like, oh, we'll find him. And I'm like, mm, will yeah, you? No. Will you? The GCPD is not known for their, you know, goodness when it comes to like being cops. <laughs> They're really good at getting blown up and taken over though. Really good. Yeah, they are. They have a plaque. Um, <laughs> one for every... Here. The wall's getting full. That's when the Tweedle the the Tweed brothers took over. That's when the maniacs yeah. were here. It was great. It was great. Oh, and Essen died in this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So she gets an extra plaque. Yeah. So uh this is when um we see uh Lee and Valerie getting locked in this bathroom by the Tweeds and Lee tries to talk to him. And they're all Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Because we're down to two of them now. It <laughs> we looks are it down looks to like the, to the the D and the Dumb. Yeah. And, um, they chain her up and, um, Valerie's like, so this is a coincidence. I just asked my boyfriend if I could talk to you and here we are. And Lee's like, are you fucking trying to, uh, interview me? And she's like, yeah. And this is the scene in which we're Lee. (laughs) Yes. She's like, the fuck? And so, um, Valerie's like, listen, he was trying to protect you. And, uh, so we're like, this isn't awkward at all. So, so Valerie, Vail, Val. Valerie Vail. Val Vail. Vail Val. V-v- yeah. V. Is 
the little shit that she is mm-hmm. is saying, and she is she is and and i'm telling I'm you liking lee, it. lee is right because they do make the perfect couple okay <laughs> dale and jim great. do make the perfect couple but they so, both can't switch off. So, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to articulate this is Valerie says to her, he was just trying to protect you. So she recognizes that Jim was trying to protect Lee from her. Yeah. That says a lot. It really does. Well, everybody wants to fucking go after Lee. So maybe it's just like Raise my hand. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. She doesn't respond well to kidnapping. So maybe you should just ask her to pro. dinner. Maybe you should just ask her to dinner. She's a pro. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so we go to the GCPD and um, Barnes says that Mario has been in surgery all morning because, um, you know, they're trying to let him know, hey, your fiance has been kidnapped. And um, uh, Jim says that the last thing Jervis says said was you know go find a friend an old friend old friend yeah and so um barnes kind of goes away and tells everybody what's going on and jim gets a light bulb which uh, it's about fucking time and it's the white rabbit and uh, he has another message for jim and um leah's at her apartment and so jim is headed out but of course mario comes in and he's like where's lee and jim's like i gotta go bye um and mario's like no I want to be involved. And so Jim's like, trust me. And, um, nobody should ever trust Jim. No, ever. Nor should you think that the best person to help you with this is a fucking surgeon. Unless you're Harvey. Harvey can trust Jim. Yes. Because Jim will do anything for Harvey. For Harvey. Yeah. Girlfriend's not so much. Girlfriend, no. Um, and so he's like, oh, you might be the only person that can help me. And he's like, oh, yeah, so you've recruited a fucking doctor to help you with gun-type things. That'll end well. Um, so we see Lee trying to pick the lock uh, in the bathroom, and uh, Valerie <laughs> Valerie will not let this shit go. She's like, why'd you move back to Gotham? Heard you had it pretty good down south. Um, and so Lee's like, uh, you know, she's like, I didn't come here for Jim. And um, she she's able to unchain herself, and she starts to... Because Valerie's helping her the whole time, because her dad was a cop or something, and yeah. she's helping her pick the lock, which I thought that was a great... Yeah. Char- I don't know, maybe character development? No, but mm-hmm. depth? Trait? I don't know. And so Valerie, um, she's trying to pick it pick uh her own lock that because she did let leslie go first so well but can i just say that things would have gone a lot faster if Vale had just done it for her yeah can we just she could have undone herself and then she could have picked leslie's lock she says i'll talk you through it or you know maybe do it for you yeah yeah um it's of course this is when jervis comes in and they're both like whoo and um he's like oh the guests of honor will be here shortly yeah because, of course, Jim shows up. And uh, he's That's got... Uh, Jarvis has them set up for a tea party. And nobody wanted to go to this party. And so, yeah. He's like, hand over I your gun. I still never played that tea party song for you, did I? Oh, no, you didn't. He's like, uh, hand over your gun and sit down and have tea with us. And Jim's like, nah. <laughs> uh But, of course, he finally does. Um, and then he starts talking to him about Alice and you're like, oh, again, let's go the man that's in charge of everybody living or dying. Um, because then we get a, a quick cut of Mario going through the basement door. Um, and he has a gun too. Again, I'm like, why are we reliant on a doctor? 
Not the doctors aren't great, but they're not trained to handle firearms. No. Now, if you got Daddy well, Falcone to help, well, that might be a different prospect. Well, it depends on the doctor. If they're from the South, uh, I'm true. stereotyping. Well, yeah. Um, so Jervis talks about, you know, he basically is like, hey, if you haven't seen Gotham, I'm going to fill you in on what the fuck's going on. You know, I hired you to get my sister, but you turned her against me. Some people are casual viewers. Yeah. What's... I don't know how to do well, how, that. How do? I don't know. Okay. I really don't. Um, and, uh, you know, he's seen inside Jim's head and he knows what his true self is and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, you know, the woman that you love is going to die, but you have to figure out which one. Of course, we see Mario doing more things. Um, so Jarvis talks about Lee and, um, she got, you know, she, she got shit for trying to save you and she still loves him. And he turns to Valerie and she's like, oh, you know, um, you know, it's a new relationship and yada, da, da, da. And he's like, pick which one I kill. So Jervis lays a much better case for Lee than Vale. Just saying. He does. He does. It's very skewed. Well, and that's the thing about Valerie. They just started dating. So there's not that big shared history. Um, although there will be after this because now they've both been kidnapped together. So, so Jim is turning into the, 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 the Gotham's version of Sam Winchester. (gasps) Oh, he is. Don't Mm. sleep with him, ladies. Don't sleep with him. You'll at least get kidnapped if not dead. If not die. Yeah. Or shot. Or stabbed. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's Gotham Sam Winchester. Yeah. I hate to say it, but. There it is. Um, so again, we're not, now this time we're not choosing who to save, we're choosing who to kill. And so Jim's like, um, he's like, uh, he's like, have, have, have your boys lower their guns. And I'm, you know, basically I'm thinking about it. And Mario comes in cause he's like, ha ha. And, uh, he's Ace in the hole. He's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you. And Jarvis is like, oh, I, uh, the gun that was hidden, I, I, I switched it. It's empty. Click, click, click. What sane Why person... Why did we not bring our own gun in? Sa- what sane person picks up a gun and does not check the bullets in the gun? Also, why do you, like? Why would they have shown up and been like, well, I'm sure there's a gun hidden in the basement that Mario can use. No, you just bring him a firearm along with you. They were at the police station. Jim could have handed him a gun. <sighs> it made you no know. sense. And, but also, why did Mario not check the, the ammo in the gun? This is why you don't bring a doctor to a gunfight. Or you do, but after. And you treat it, you pay him in advance, and you treat him with civility. Sorry. Make him turn his back so that he He can have deniability. Deniability. Yes! Hamilton reference. Sorry. Could not. But yeah. Um, So, of course, everybody's got their guns out again, and um, Mario's. You get a gun. And you get a gun. gun. (laughs) And so Mario gets escorted out because he's not part of this. And there's at least one you know, manacle working in the bathroom. Right, right. And, um, Jim's like, your sister knew you were fucking batshit crazy. And, um, he, he says that he knows what Jervis did to her. And he's like, Alice loved me. And Jim's like, okay, but except for she didn't, because to get away from you, she ran off and ended up like impaling herself because she wanted away from you so bad. So, so no with the loving you. And, um, he's like, she was happy to die like that because she was free of you. And, oh, this pisses Jervis off a lot. So he pulls his gun and he puts it to Jim's head. And Jim's like, oh, this is Tuesday for me. 
Um, and he's like, I'm the one that you want. And, um, he tells him to let the ladies go. And of course, Jarvis is like, okay, rein it in. And he's like, um, he's like, okay, no, you're going to live and you're going to suffer with this shit. Cause we're still going to pick, pick which one to, to kill or not. And so Jim's like, I won't pick. And Jarvis is like, okay, no, but you're going to tell me which one to kill. Or again, I will kill both of them. And, um, he counts to three and Jim's like, kill Lee. And Jarvis is like, oh, you chose her because you love her. And he, of course, shoots Valerie. Uh-huh. And he shoots her in the stomach, though. I will say, like, if Jarvis Mill, really wanted to kill her. I don't know. Gut wounds could be pretty bad. They can. A headshot would have been worse. A headshot is a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. There's no saving that. Yeah. So, but whatever. Now, there's some logic on all sides here. Jim knew. The reason Jim picked Lee, because he knew she, he would shoot Vale. Right. But at the same time, you've got two doctors in the house. That's true. Do you shoot the doctor? Or do you shoot the non-doctor? Or non-doctor? do you shoot the not-doctor? I didn't think about that. Because you've got Mario there, who's a surgeon, and Lee, you who is... you got two doctors in the house. Whatever the fuck she is. So, she, yeah, she, uh, who knows what she, she's... Nebulous about. specialty. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. Yeah. I mean, who do you shoot? Yeah. The person who can save the person yeah yeah it's it that's a good point he make uh, he never says it but it's a logical choice yeah and i think he definitely did it because he's still pining for lee oh absolutely that's why you know i'm trying to help him out here i know and so uh in the in the in the fray um touch is able able to get out with the uh tweedledum and tweedledee and uh jim goes to valerie while of course they call for an ambulance and um you know she's not dead right away we know that no uh we go to the hospital and um uh mario takes over and he goes into the operating room with her because you know he's a surgeon Mm -hmm. even though i don't know that they would let him operate on her after what he had been through but they only have one surgeon oh it's gotham yeah one doctor Mm -hmm. one surgeon well because you know the hospital's just next door that's true um, so we go, oh my god, we go to the Cobblepot Mansion, and Oswald is rehearsing, telling Now, Anthony when you what? see the scene, you don't know he's rehearsing. You, yeah, that is one thing you did tell me, that he was, um, you know, you think he's saying it to him, but he's not. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad you told me that, because otherwise, like, I would have been, like, in the fucking stratosphere. I know. So, yeah. Well, um, imagine how I felt watching it. Yeah. Oh my God. By yourself. And then he said, I love you. And I'm going, what? I can't believe they actually did. And then it's an empty chair and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So we go to Ed and he's buying a uh, bottle of wine and he is laboring over the choice. He's, he's He's looking. He's looking. He's not just like, yeah, okay. All right. Let's go. Like I do. Although that's a good wine right there. Yeah. Well, I still was like, okay. It took me about three three seconds to choose that. Um, and so uh, this woman comes up, and it's it's Kristen Kringle with blonde hair. Um, it's uh, oh, what is her name? It's the it's the same yeah, it's the same actress. actress. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm so happy to see her back. Though. Her name is Isabella, and I'm mm. like, I wanted you a season and a half ago. Yeah, now now get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and so they talk about wine and um. He kind of has a freak out because at least he realizes, oh, my God, this is Kristen. And um, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry for being forward. And he's like, no, it's it's fine. And um, uh, she riddles him. 
and Ed solves it. And of course, he's got a riddle boner. And so, yeah, I was just like, no. Okay, now at this point, Ed doesn't know. And I'm holding on to that. I'm worried she's some kind of a trap. From like fish or somebody we haven't seen in a while. But if she's a trap, then also it's I can a trap. then also I can save him, and then they can that? get married. Well, there's her husband. They are married. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah. But Ed doesn't know, and that's his only. That's the only way I can excuse him. Yeah, Ed does not know at this point. Yeah. So, and you know, if you're confronted with the spitting image of your girlfriend that you killed, that kind of caused you to have a mental break. Although, no, he was talking to himself after Doherty, wasn't he? Yeah. But still, that's pretty traumatic. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, our final scene is Harvey showing up at the hospital, and he's telling Jim, basically, that they haven't found Jarvis. But they're looking. And he's like, um, again, baby, why didn't you come to me? I could have helped. Because apparently Harvey no longer matters in this show, and, and it's killing me. And this kind of bothers me. Jim says, I thought I could save them both. Every piece of evidence in this show showed you that you cannot save them both. No. Jervis engineered this to where you couldn't save well, them both. Okay, so Jim was really hoping he could provoke Jervis to kill him, not the girls. Self-destructive streak. Yeah, Something but Jim's awful. been on a self-destructive streak all season. That's true. So he figured this And did he the- really think Mario was going to, like, save them? And, okay, okay, if he really wanted Mario to, it, say Mario did have a gun that Jim gave him. Okay, okay. And not that bullet bullshit. Okay. You don't go, hey, there's somebody behind you with a gun. You just go. <laughs> Get that shit on in there. And put the gun right up against his the back of his head and Well, there was, the there was Tweedledee and Tweedledum, so he couldn't, like, do it right at the back of the head. But, yeah, but you, you know, got to think from... those two guys are, are hypnotized, so who knows, you know. Mm. I don't know. I just. What? A, yeah. I was like, right. yeah, you did not go about this the right way. Um, and so Harvey's like, um, you know, you did what you thought was right, which is true. Yeah. Um, but Jim's like, oh, Jervis won. And so then. He kind of did. He did. Yeah. And so then Jim goes to where Lee is uh, sitting and he starts to talk to her. But Lee's like, well, we'll talk nope. about it later. She's, she noped that shit like, right out. Okay. So, yeah. So. Tetch is still out there, and I kind of thought we'd wrap him up by now. At least chuck him in Arkham for a little while. No, we got a little bit longer to go with him, apparently. So, yeah. So, that's the end of our episode. Yeah. Any other thoughts before I... Uh, no, let's do feedback. Okay. Um, so Gina wrote to us. Yay. And she says, I like this week's episode, even though it was very Jim-heavy. Mm-hmm. I felt like the writers might actually give us some backstory on Jim. Uh, if you think about, we really don't know a lot about him before he joined the GCPD. How did he meet Barb? What happened after his dad died? Where is his mom? How did he do in the war? What did he do in the war that made him a hero? Why did he pick Gotham after the war? He picked Gotham because that's where he, his dad is from, isn't he? I think GCPD, so, yeah. His dad was in the GCPD. No, yeah. his dad was a um, uh, district attorney, ADA. Yeah, in Gotham. Yeah, but he wasn't in the it GCPD. Wasn't in GC, you're right. He was in the yeah, GCPD. But it was he in Gotham. He was in yeah. Gotham because him and Falcone were buddies. Yeah. So there's that. Boyfriends. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, so much. If Jervis really wanted to fuck with Jim, he should start going down the rabbit hole of his past. I'm pretty sure Jim has been running from something, and it would be interesting to see where it started. Yeah. Good point. That is a good point. Uh, can we get more of Vale and Lee being salty with each other? Oh, my God, that was really fun. 
Lee's line of that wasn't a compliment was just great, and I need more of that. <laughs> I do like how Lee avoided the topic of why she came back to Gotham and the GCPD. Poor Vale, though. If she is like Jim, she knows why Jim said to shoot Lee, and it wasn't because he loved her. I'm looking forward to seeing where this takes her character after this. Yeah. Uh, so can we all agree that Gotham went to Tumblr and started stealing Ed and Oswald fic ideas for them? I'm okay by, with that. By the way, their ship name was trending on Twitter that night. Which is Nigmog... Nigobblepot? Nigobblepot? Or Gobblepot? Like, I don't know yeah. even how to say, Even if I'm looking at it, I don't know how to say it. But it was... But it's the ship name that the actors have adopted. Because both uh, Corey Michael Smith... And Robin Lord Taylor were live tweeting during this oh show. That's and awesome. They are both totally on board with the ship. Yeah, they are. I think Corey more so than Robin. Uh, uh, uh. Reading interviews. That's awesome. I, I think Robin's more like, oh, we'll see what happens. And Corey's like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. So he's like, I'm ready for. I'm ready for it. That's so great. He'll kiss Robin. Just let it. <laughs> no, he doesn't yeah. say that, but he's ready for it anyway. Um. Uh, poor Oswald trying so hard to spit out how he feels about Ed and for being the smartest dude in the room. Ed is not kind of reading what Oswald, Os, Oswald? Oswald. Oswald is putting out. Like, okay, Oswald, God love him, went from zero to 60 real quick. Didn't he? He's like, oh, we're friends. I love you. I love you. I have, I, we've seen him express no romantic interest to anybody else, but then he's like, you're mine. I love you. Let's go. Yep, that's, uh, Gina says here, she says, however, we've never seen Oswald express a romantic interest in anyone. Yep. And from what we've seen, Ed only dated ladies. Yeah. So it's going to be very weird and sad when Ed has to tell him, no, thank you. Mm. You're, you're growing a conclusion there. He's not I'm gonna. not ready for that. I'm not either. I'm not clearly. Um, but we get a little plot hiccup from the form of a woman who looks just like Kristen, only blonde. I didn't look the actress up. It's the but same is one. it the same actress who yeah, played Kristen? Is. Yes, it is. It is. I have a far out there idea that because if when I in my rewatch I saw her name in the opening credits. Yeah, and she's in the flashbacks. Yeah, so. yeah, and that was my first because you had told me what happened already, and I was like, well, there's our sign. She's okay. right there. But Gina saves the day. She says, I do have a far out idea there, though. Is she real? Or is Ed seeing things again? Oh, shut up. Ed used to see himself in the mirror talking and Ed would black out and do stuff he couldn't remember. Could Ed be going a bit bonkers again? More so than normal and we're getting the Christian ghost we've always wanted. Oh. She did know he liked riddles. Yeah, I thought that was weird. That's why I kind of thought was, I was like, is she a, a trick? Because who walks up to a man and is like, yeah, I'm going to get him with a riddle. Like, you don't hit on a dude with a riddle generally. So, yeah, that's 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 an interesting theory. I like that. And she uh, she talks a little bit about the preview for next week. Okay. Uh, she's wanting a little more backstory on Jervis, basically, yeah. is what she says there. Yeah. So. All right. And then we heard from Greg. Okay. Who uh, is having a Walking Dead hangover. Okay. Uh, along with the rest of us, Greg. Yeah. It is. I got up and went to my bar and took a shot and questioned you my did. life choices. You did. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it another episode before I, I decide. Really? What, You're yeah. that close to I, noping out? I, I watch because it's a zombie show. It's not anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to give it another. And you usually end things when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I want entertainment, not uh, therapy. 
Oh, okay. I get that. I totally get you that. See? Yep. So anyway, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm with him on this. Uh, so he watched uh, Walking Dead and Gotham in one sitting. Wow. Ooh, so much murder. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he says, I think this episode did a better job of being focused. Not too many people. Correct. A great deal of the cast weren't in this episode. I miss characters like Alfred Fish and Cat when they aren't in an episode, but I think it was better for it. We haven't seen Fish in a while. No, she's listed as guest star. Yeah, well, she's going to get credit. We had another listener say that he left the show because he couldn't stand Fish. Yeah. And I, I explained to him, I said, well, she was only in a couple episodes in season two, and in season three, she's only listed as guest. Yeah. She's not main or reoccurring. She's yeah. She's guest. Yeah. Uh, Greg says Barb was good as always. Not clear as to why she gave up so much info about Jim to the Hatter. Is is that a Babs is batshit thing or a hypnosis thing? Babs is crazy. Yeah. And she don't give no fucks. I agree. She, right, she, she, her field of fucks is barren, is barren. salted, firebombed, nuclear. Like, yeah, she don't care. Uh, and he wishes there was a little more tabby Babs. Uh, don't we all? That's, that's, I can't argue with that. Um, so I guess the emergence of the Kristen Kringle clone is going to hurt. I wonder if she, that makes me wonder if she is a clone <gasps> from, um, Indian oh, Hills. Which interesting. would lend to Gina's, um, theory just a little bit. But that would also give us a time frame of they can get a clone pretty quick. Yeah, there's that. So, but if she had died and brought her back as somebody else, like they did with, Everybody. Everybody. Other, like, five. And, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing, though. Did five die? Yeah, I don't know. But, but there's that there. Yeah. That's open. Anyway, um, but, yeah. So, uh, I say, let me try this again. The emergence of Kristen Kringle's clone is going to hurt Oswald's feeling, break up the band, and probably cause them both Enigma to go extra murderous. Both him and Enigma to go. He's calling it now. It's all, mm. Uh, if Isabella isn't evil, then Penguin is going to cause her death and Ed is going to go all my name is Riddler on Gotham City and wage war on Cobblepot. I have an alternate. Okay. With her being evil. Okay. She goes evil, eventually turns against Ed. Oswald saves Ed. Okay. Happy ending. Okay. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she's evil. Yeah. I hope I want her. Well, we wanted evil Kristen Kringle for the longest time. We did. Okay, so he wants to know, why is no one ever around when Barnes' eyes go all Bane on Venom? Uh, that's because I'm right. Yeah. He's going silent crazy. But also because I'm right as well. And why was he so angry at someone clearly under hypnosis? Okay. Because he's dumb. And he also says Barnes can't die fast enough. Barnes's character has always had an anger issue. Absolutely. Always has. So that's in character. Uh, so I was all the way on Team Gordon during the majority of this episode. I didn't fault him for most of what happened. Mm -hmm. I think he gave valiant efforts to save the day. He did. Although maybe he should have been a call-in to just Harvey or Alfred for help. Because Alfred is not the GCPD. And maybe, just maybe, Barnes, Bullock and the whole remaining GCPD shouldn't barge in the front door of every building they think there's a criminal. That's in their standard operating procedure. Maybe stake the place out discreetly, yeah. spread out, cover the exits, have a fucking plan. Yeah. Like an adult. What did you say, huh? I, I totally agree with that, but yeah. that's not how the GCPD operates. Uh, Jim did have a decent plan with Falcone Jr., and he mentions always make sure your gun is loaded. 
Oh. But then Jimbo lost my support when he actually told Tetch to shoot Lee. Or maybe he, I should say the writing staff lost me. Put blame where blame is due. Yeah, but he also, I mean, like, again, they made it very clear, you don't pick anybody, and they both die. So kill both of them, yeah. Uh, because there's no way I'm believing that Jim Gordon in any universe or dimension, anima- dimension animated or live action would ever have told any villain to shoot either of them. I don't care if Stabby Babs was a third option. Jim still wouldn't have made that shitty-ass decision. Apparently, he's very adamant about this. Uh, which, you know, he's not wrong. Jim Gordon would have... But this Jim. This is a shitty version of Jim. And I think... I honestly think you hit the nail on the head. He was going to provoke him so he would die. That's what he was trying because to do. Because the whole yeah. thing of That's what... That's what he wanted. The whole thing of what Tetch hypnotized him in is that that's what he really wanted was to die he feels a lot of guilt Mm -hmm. and so this was suicide by crazy person yeah i think which is kind of really sad um but yeah i think i think he was thinking the only way i can save them both is if i go and it just backfired. Exactly. I think that's what he wanted. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, Greg says, uh, when it all went down, my first reaction was to come up with some explanation as for why he said to choose Leslie in order to excuse him. However, the more I think about it, nothing would make any sense. Now, what is he supposed to say to Lee to allow her to not hate him? He said Lee so he would shoot Vale. Yeah. That's, that's my interpretation. Yeah. Of the scene. Because he realized, oh shit, I do have to pick somebody. Yeah, so that it's he chose Lee because he knew Vale would, he would shoot the other one. Yeah, he didn't choose Lee, so he would shoot Lee. Yeah, so that's my interpretation. That's anyway. kind of what I got from it too. So um, he also points out that Lee needs to stop getting kidnapped. There's that. So you know, there's that. A he lot says, of that. He says it's getting old. I think she gets a free sub after like two more kidnappings. So I think oh, she's trying well, to fill her. That. I think she's trying to fill up her does punch card. To, does she get to kidnap somebody else? <laughs> After she five kidnappings does. or something, she can she kidnap like oh Tabitha? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that ooh. Yeah, she's filling up her kidnap ooh, punch wait, card. Wait, wait, Lee and Tabitha. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Anyway, um, he says the last ten minutes of the show was a complete fail on the writing staff, and I bet they thought it was gold. The beginning and middle were pretty good. It was dark as shit, but pretty good. I don't mind most of the liberties they've taken with batman mythology but they're starting to push it so but that's gotham has always changed stuff up oh yeah absolutely so they are changing it more as we go though yeah but i mean they kind of established with you know jerome's backstory and with you know bringing Jim in the way they did and what they did with Babs. I mean, good God, Barbara Gordon is not canonically like no, this at all. No, she's not. Um, so. so, I mean, they kind of walked in going like this ain't your mama's Batman. We're going to do what we no. want. And it's an entire part of history that never was never been filled in before. So it's, it's interesting, but yeah, they are changing a lot. And mm-hmm. I think as an audience, uh, as a whole might get bored if it's too canonical. Yeah, I think so, too. But then you may as well just read the comics. Yeah. Um, I'm, I love what they did with Barb. Oh, uh, God, yes. Lee's character I'm still not impressed with. Yeah, we get glimmers of cool stuff, but... And everybody knows how we feel about Jim Gordon, because yeah. Dawn... He was fun, though, with the hang-up scene. That was great. <laughs> okay. Okay, click. click. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. Me! Yeah. So, yeah, that was great. So, uh, any last words 
That sounds that terribly final. Terrible. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I don't have anything else. Yeah, me either. I'm. I'm looking forward to next week though because I think we get the uh, the the party next week. So okay. Party scenes are always always good on the show. Yeah, because they go batshit crazy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it'd be great. So, all right. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.